Good morning, this is Sister Lisa coming to you from the Ill, the Edwinet Elder Library, and we're on page 89, the bottom of the page, of The Power of a Praying Husband by Stormy O'Martian. Seeds of Communication Words are like seeds. They start out small and grow into something big. If a person plants words of anger, indifference, criticism, impatience, or insensitivity, in his marriage, the fruit of those words will be back to haunt him. They will lack intimacy and warmth, loss of harmony and unity, and the silencing of laughter and joy. These seeds can grow into something big enough to choke out everything else around them. One of the biggest problems in many marriages is a lack of communication. Wives say, my husband doesn't really hear what I'm saying. He doesn't listen. Husbands say, my wife doesn't understand me. She misinterprets things I say. This comes about because men and women think differently. It's one of the ways we compete. Oh, we complete. <laughs> complete one another. If a man and woman see things from different perspectives, then it stands to reason that they should ask God to help them both see from his point of view. That way they can see them together from the same viewpoint. In the garden of marriage relationship, there will always be a harvest time. Whatever a man sows, that he will also reap, Galatians 6 and 7. If we don't like the crop we're reaping, then it's probably time to plant seeds of a different nature. Seeds are planted through actions, but mostly through words. And when a husband and wife can't communicate well with their words, bad things start growing. If bad seeds... If word seeds have already been planted in your marriage and fast-growing weeds are choking the life out of your relationship, know that God has given you the tool of prayer to uproot them. Get to the bottom of whatever you see growing out of control, such as bitterness, anger, or unforgiveness, and pray for those things to be dug up and thrown away. Marriage can seem like heaven or it can seem like hell. For most people, it's somewhere in between. That's because it's not easy becoming one with another person. Even if that person is the one God created especially for you, there is a lot of growing required. But it's not about causing your mate to grow into our image. It's about both husband and wife giving and growing into God's image together. God can cause a husband and wife to grow together in a way that makes them more compatible while allowing the two partners to develop individual gifts and retain their own uniqueness. Marriage does not need to be stifling, forcing two people to lose all individuality. Rather, it can actually provide the perfect environment for the gifts of each person to be developed to the fullest. When the two people in a marriage partnership relate to one another in the way God wants them to, it brings about a fulfilling of each one's purpose that will not happen otherwise. Through prayer, each one can release the other rather than control, encourage rather than condemn. God will not bless our disobedience. He doesn't approve when selfishness, deceit, strife, neglect, and cruelty are permitted to grow unchecked in a marriage garden. When we treat our marriage partner in a way that is less than what God wants us to, not only are we rebelling against the Lord, but we are working against what God wants to accomplish in us and as individuals and as a couple. Ask God to help you and your wife appreciate your differences. Ask Him to show you where you complement each other. Is one of you strong where the other is weak? The very thing that is designed to be our greatest blessing can often become an irritant because we don't ask God to let us see it from His perspective. Is there something your wife does or says that bothers you? Tell God about it. He'll show you how to pray. 
Divorce doesn't happen because people don't want their marriages to work out. It's usually because the husband or wife believes that things will never change. Ask God to change what needs to be changed in either of you, even if it appears that damage has already been done in your marriage, that the garden has been hopelessly blighted. Know that God can and wants to work a miracle. We have no idea of the wonderful things God has for us when we will humble ourselves and love God enough to have His way and live His way. 1 Corinthians 2 and 9 This is never more true than in a marriage. Through prayer, you can invite the light of the Lord to bathe and cause the garden to grow. Then it will bud, blossom, bloom, and grow into the harvest of joy and fulfillment for both of you. No, it's true. It's true that lack of communication. I know that I didn't get to spend a lot of time with my husband. And I know sometimes when I say something to him, like if I was troubled about a certain bill or um, about our future or something like that, he said, I got it handled. I've got it covered. You let me worry about that. Seriously. He would say that. And, you know, I know that's true, that as long as he was alive, he, he was handling it. And now that he's gone... I know God has to show me to make wise decisions. And I then told you that um, basically I'm living on what my husband provided anyway because he set up our bills to come out. Most of our um, things are auto-generated auto through our joint um, bank account. So I thank God that it was a joint bank account because I some of those things was in his name. You know, there are some things that was in his name um, and had had we not already had it where it comes out autumnly out of our joint account, I'm not sure what would have happened. So each day is just trusting God and praying and one day at a time. Just how we, how did I get this old? That's what I was saying earlier this day. I'm, like, I'm almost 60. How did I get to be this old? One day at a time. <laughs> how am I going to make it the rest of my life, however long or short that might be, without my husband? One day at a time. One day at a time. And, you know, we can say, oh, my lens, what what, what am I going to do if such and such happens? What am I going to do when, um, you know, anything? The price of groceries are going up. What am I going to do? Some of my childcare have been getting sick and I'm not having as many this week. What am I going to do? No, it all balances out. It all works out. Everything is going to work out. It's going to be the way it should be. God will help us. He has not given a spirit of fear, but of love and of a sound mind. we got to have a sound mind. I've told you all before, and I've told my daughters, I said, I know, I know that my biggest sin is worry. I know my biggest sin is worry. I worry about everything. I do. And I know a little bit, um, some of that worry causes us to pray, and prayer is a good thing, but, you know, if we can just cast all of our cares upon the Lord, we know He's going to take care of us. We allow Him to order our steps, open up the doors. He opened up the door for the child care. He knows that. He knows what I need. If I'm going to fall short, you know, there's people on the waiting list that wants child care if it comes to that. You know, you can, oh, there's doors. There's doors of opportunity, and the Lord will help us to know what's right. And sometimes less is more. I told Melissa some days when we don't have quite as many kids, it's like not quite so stressful. And then um, sometimes I'm going around looking for something to do because I need those children to help fill up my days. They help me. They're a diversion. 
from grief. They help me. They help me to cope during this time, one day at a time. So we give God praise. God knows. He knows the very number of hairs that's on our head. He knows. He knows all about this stuff. He already knows how many days we're going to live. He already knows what we're going to have need of before we ask or think. He already knows. And so our our life and our even our prayer time needs to be about more about praise, more about worship, than more about asking God for this and asking. The Bible does say, ask and it shall be given you. Seek and you shall find. Knock and the door shall be opened. So we're supposed to ask. That's true. But we also need to give thanks with a grateful heart. We need to be we need to let the Lord know that we know in whom our help comes from. We know that our help comes from the Lord. He, he made heaven and earth. He made everything. And just as He spoke the world into existence, He can speak peace into our life. Just as He spoke to the winds and the wave, peace be still. He can speak that into our lives. Amen. Well, God bless you. I hope you found hope in this and know that each day, each day, each day, love covers a multitude of sins. Jesus' blood covers a multitude of sins. And forgiveness is a wonderful thing. So God bless you. Let's keep on pointing others to the cross. Jesus is coming soon. And let's just have a smile on our face, joy in our hearts, and a spring in our steps. God bless you. Bye-bye.